Welcome to the Coffee Talk with Liquid Shano 1973 podcast. Okay, guys, so how about that music? Huh? A little bit uh, more intense, I feel. <laughs> so you guys have seen me post photos on Instagram, Facebook, and other social media platforms of me going to the gym and working out. So I wanted to give you a little bit of a taste of the types of things that I listen to when I'm in the gym, just to get me moving and get me in the right frame of mind. It's really kind of one of those things where music makes the world go round, and it really does depend on what type of music that I'm into. But I changed my intro up. It's a new year. It's a new feeling. It's a new direction, a new focus of where we're at with the podcast and with my journey. So I wanted you guys to hear just a little bit of a sample of one of my friends who had put that together for me with the intro here. So I hope you enjoyed it. I know I enjoy it. I, I know I'm gonna get, it's going to get me going every time that I listen to the podcast moving forward. So, okay. So here we are, guys. It's January 7th. It's the evening of January 7th, so I'm doing an evening podcast here, and I wanted to reach out to all of you because something's been on my mind. Now, what's been on my mind is a lot of people, after the New Year's, we've already talked about the last three podcasts, or including this one, has been around what does New Year's resolutions look like? What are our promises to ourselves? What are our commitments? What are we doing to change things up? What are we doing to move things forward? And a lot of times, after the New Year happens, we start to really focus in on what ways that we can change our life or what way can we be more effective or what ways can we achieve goals or go after our bucket list or whatever it is that your goals and aspirations are. We figure what those are and then we go for them. And so we, we, we start to build on these things that we want to be able to accomplish. So whether it's grand things like going out on a West Coast trip to the Grand Canyon or jumping out of an airplane or going to eat some French cuisine on the out in Paris, France, or whatever it is, we want to be able to accomplish things that we might not have been able to accomplish before, and we want to be able to challenge ourselves to do different types of things. Now, what I normally see, and this is what I normally have done for myself, is we come up with these really huge, monumental, grandiose, large things that we're trying to accomplish in our lives. And a lot of times, I know on the last podcast, I talked about not setting goals too high. I talked about not giving yourself too much of an apple to, to bite into or too much of a piece to chew on. I talked a lot about how can we go down the road of making sure that we give ourselves bite-sized goals, make sure that we give ourselves achievable, realistic, smart goals that we can give to ourselves so that way maybe down the road we can achieve those really, really big monumental ones, but the small ones are going to lead up to that. So if you listen to the last podcast, number 180, you'll be able to hear a little bit more about that portion of it. Now, we talk about these grand things. We're talking about setting ourselves up for too much, but here's the one thing I was doing. Last night I was sitting down. I was sitting just kind of reading some self-help stuff, and I was going through the interwebs and looking around to be able to find out what I could find that's going to help me in my journey. What's going to help me get to a place where I can really just give myself simple tasks, simple things to be able to work on. And you know what the most amazing things that I found were the absolutely rudimentary, fundamentally sound, nice and easy things to get done. Okay, so I read like 15 or 16 different articles, read different pieces. I shared a little bit with my patrons today on, on my small little podcast that I did for them to kick off the year is I'm going to go through five things here. Okay, 
things that I feel are important to me that I need to make sure that I get right with as I'm moving through the year, as I'm going for my goals, as I'm trying to continue to lose weight, as I continue to try to be the best version of myself. Okay, so I broke it down into five different things. So get your pens, get your papers, let's sit down and let's write these things down. Now, none of these, I'm just gonna be, I'm gonna forewarn you, none of these are rocket science. None of them are new. None of them are things that you haven't heard before. You all have heard all of these things before. But it's the simple plan that we can put together towards achieving our goals. These are part of that rudimentary, that that fundamental core of what you should be trying to do when you're trying to accomplish great things. Okay? And I've read different things about what the most successful people, some of the tips that they give towards being successful or to have your mindset right or to do all the things that you want to be able to accomplish, you need to do some of these things as we're going to go through. So we're going to get into the very first one. You got your pen and paper ready? Here's what we got. I wrote it down on my little pen and paper over here. First thing is get enough sleep. Now, we we all know this. We taught our kids this when they're younger. We were taught this when we were younger. If you get a good night's sleep, you should be well-rested for the day, next day that, that you come into and try to attack, right? And most of the time, it's easier said than done when it comes to getting a good night's sleep. Now, some people can go to bed at 7 p.m. at night and get up at 7 in the morning or 6 in the morning and are rock stars with it. They, they, they have this down pat. So you don't have to put a lot of work into getting a good night's sleep. But even for those that sleep from 7 p.m. all the way until 7 a.m., Even those folks have to be able to give themselves the right environment for them to get a good night's sleep. So getting a good night's sleep can be one of your small little goals that you can put together towards making small gestures to getting there. If you're a night owl and you don't sleep very well and you don't go to sleep very early, why can't you turn back the clocks just about an hour? Okay, just one hour. If you're normally at 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock at nighttime, why don't you try to go to bed at 9? I know, I know. Listen, I'm speaking from experience. My mind is going a million miles a minute. I've worked all day. I've got family stuff that I got going on. I got bills to pay. I got things on my mind. I can't wind down all those things, right? But you know, and I know, when you get a good night's sleep, your brain is well rested and revived for the next day. Your brain needs the time to recharge its batteries, so you got to get some sleep. You have to incorporate it in to some sort of structure where you can put a little bit earlier to bed. Or let's say, for instance, you are a night owl and you can't get to bed earlier, then add a little bit to the back end. Now, if you're an early riser and you get up in the morning to go to work or get up to go work out or whatever it is, you've got to incorporate a good eight hours of sleep. You should. Now, I average, on average, this is no lie, I usually average anywhere between five to six maybe six and a half hours of sleep. That's not enough, guys. It just isn't. And I know on the days that I don't get that much sleep, I may think that I'm so effective and I may think that I'm like in tune with whatever, but come around two o'clock, three o'clock in the afternoon, I'm exhausted and I'm tired and I'm beat and I'm like, oh man, and I'm mentally drained. I'm not as sharp. I can't answer Jeopardy questions quickly. I can't do crossword puzzles very quickly. I'm not quick on my feet because I'm tired and I'm exhausted and I need sleep. So the first thing you should do is put a plan together of how you individually can get some more sleep. How can you individually not only add the hours of sleep that's on there, but then what can you do to set yourself up to get effective sleep when you're there? Okay. Do you have a TV in the room? Maybe you do. I know I do. 
my wife and I do. My wife goes to sleep. My wife could sleep through an earthquake if she needed to, to be honest with you. I wake up to every little noise in the house, every little creak in the wall, every little cracking of a wood outside or whatever it is, but my wife can sleep through anything. So she has no issues. But here's the thing. If there's a TV on in the room, maybe that's one of the issues. Maybe that's one of the reasons why you can't sleep as well. Maybe that's one of the reasons why you can't fall into that REM stage of the sleep that you need to fall into that I've read all these articles on that you have to get into to really recover your body, mind, soul, or whatever else you want to look at. You need the sleep to be able to be effective and be the best version that you can be the next day. So TV in the room, maybe it's time you take that out. Maybe it's time you put the TV in the living room. You know, Maybe it's time to have some nice quiet in the room. You know, they do say some scientific experts say the blue light from cell phones and tablets and televisions are things that keep us awake and keep our minds racing whenever we try to go to sleep. When really, when you go to sleep, it should be a time when you are resting and recharging. Recharging your batteries, recharging everything, checking out and doing whatever. Now, one of the tips I'm going to give to you that works for me, that might work for you, I don't know if it will, but this works for me, is I listen to meditation when I go to sleep. Now, it's not the type of meditation where you sit there and go, um, right? It's none of those. What it is, is it's a nice soft voice. It's an app that I downloaded on my iPhone and you download it and you put it right on your phone and what they do is they talk you to sleep. They'll say stuff like, you're laying on a beach and imagine yourself breathing in and breathing out and practicing your breathing and going through where you're laying on this beach and the sun is slowly baking on top of you or whatever else, you know, (laughs) however it goes through it. And what you do is you hear all these little things. You can hear the waves of the ocean. You can hear the sounds of whatever. And I got my headphones in. They're noise canceling, so I can really do it. And then after I get done listening to whatever length of period of time for this meditation piece for going to sleep, guess what happens? I take the headphones off, and I go directly to sleep. So it's just a tip. It's a pointer. It's just something that helps me. Maybe it'll help you. So first tip to being the best version of yourself, get a good night's sleep or at least attempt. Attempt to try. Because you never know what you're going to be able to get from it unless you try it. Because if you just continue to stay up until 2 o'clock in the morning and then you got to get up at 6 to go to work or go to do whatever, are you really functioning to your fullest potential? Maybe not. So take a look at it and try it out. Okay. Next thing's a pretty obvious one. This is for long-term health. This is also for short-term health. It's getting more exercise. Now, you notice I didn't say go out and do 7,000 push-ups. And you notice I didn't go in there and go to the gym every single day. And I didn't say to ride Peloton for four hours. And I also didn't say to go swim 17,000 miles. What I said was exercise more. So just a little bit more and be a little bit better than what you were yesterday. Just a little bit. Exercise can come in many different formats. There's many different types of exercise that you can do. So if you want to get up and take a walk or you want to go to the gym and use some light weights, or you want to exercise your brain and do some mind exercises. Whatever type of exercise you're going to do, it's doing something more than what you did yesterday, a slight small amount, it doesn't have to be a lot, and it doesn't have to be monumental. Exercising more will do many different long-term things for you. One of the things that it does is if you build muscle, 
and you're going for lean muscle, and it's even if it's light weights, guys, listen, you can go get a two and a half pound weight on each arm and be able to do some bicep curls, tricep curls, do something while you're watching TV, while you're watching Rachel Ray, while you're watching Ellen, whoever on TV, just do some weight exercises. Because what we find is, and what I found when I was doing my reading and through the different medical research, and remember, I'm not a doctor, so I just do things by what I read. It may be fake news, but this is what I read, right? <laughs> so one of the things that they find is that if you build your muscle now and your body can sustain itself, your length of life can be so much better. And your version of yourself when you're in your 60s, in your 70s, in your 80s can be so much more healthy, so much more limber, so much more effective, the length of life, your heart health, all of the different things that happen because of the muscle mass that you might put on or the lean muscle that you do is super, super healthy. And like I said, I don't need you going out trying to be Arnold Schwarzenegger. I don't need you to go out to be Jean-Claude Van Damme. What you need to do is you need to go and just do a little bit of exercise every single day. Just a small amount, guys. It doesn't take a lot. Even if it's just putting some weights and strapping them to your uh, feet. And when you get up to walk from the table over to the couch or whatever, you do get 25, 30 steps in. And you're just putting a little bit of weight on those to be able to just continue to work your body. Don't let your body go dormant. Don't let it go tired. Don't let it go stagnant. It's the last thing you want to do because once you do that, you all know many people that have dealt with folks that have aged, that are older, that never exercised or anything like that, or that are sitting in bed for a long period of time, atrophy starts to kick in. Your muscles start to kind of weaken. Then the muscles that support those bone structures and different stuff that you have, it all starts to break down on you. So start now. Small, incremental amounts. It doesn't take much. It doesn't take a lot. It doesn't take a full-fledged trainer for you to do so. If you need tips or you need some pointers, I can help with that, okay? You can email me at liquidchano1973 at gmail.com. I'll help you out with it, guys, okay? That's what I'm here for. That's what I can do, okay? Third step. First step, get, get sleep. Second step, exercise more. Third step, again, we're talking Captain Obvious here, guys. Drink more water. Listen, if I couldn't, if any of these things are more important than the other, it's drinking more water. Now, listen, I know we go through phases. You can go through this phase where you're drinking 100 ounces of water and you're blowing through it and you're peeing all over the place and you're doing all kinds of stuff and you're loving every minute of it and you're feeling clean and everything's coming out nice and clear and you're all set and everything's ready to go. And then you get other weeks that you don't want to touch a drop of that H2O. You don't want to even be near it. To be honest with you, you're just like, oh, can I add something to that? Can I can I have some flavor in there? Can I do something? But then you know the artificial sugars and you get the artificial sweeteners and you get all this other stuff or whatever. Listen, incorporate your water intake. Make a plan, guys. Whatever you think is healthy for you. I know there's all, listen, I was reading all kinds of articles about how much water you should take in. And in all honesty, you need to do what's right for you. I know for a big guy like me, I need about 100 ounces of water a day. That's really what I need. So I need to continue to incorporate some of that. I need to make a bottle that actually measures out maybe 50 ounces or 40 ounces. And I know I need to do two and a half of those or whatever. I need to give myself a goal set and make sure that I stick to the plan when it comes to water. Anybody that is looking to lose weight knows 
that have been through this before, that have lost weight before, knows that if you drink water and you incorporate water in with your weight loss regimen, you lose it 10 times faster than what you would any other time. Because your body's flushing out all the toxins and you're, 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 you're keeping the metabolism up and you're really helping your body flow the way that it needs to flow. So make a plan. That third step, drink more water. Get yourself a bottle with a little measuring side, measuring thing on the side. Or go get yourself, this is what I do, okay? Okay, tip number two, number big tip, right? The last one was meditation. This tip is I go get a two liter of whatever it is. Maybe I'll buy some lemonade for my son or get some whatever else in the house, ginger ale or whatever else. And then I get that empty bottle of the two liter bottle and I know what my ounces are. And I know that if I drink however many of those two ounce bottles or or those two liter bottles of water per day, I know I'm hitting my target. And I know that that's what I've got to do. And I've got to set my mind to it. And I got to overcome that whole angst that I have as a human being that says, oh man, water's so gross. I feel like a little kid that you're trying to feed spinach to, right? Oh man, water, really? I got to do it again? Stop telling yourself you don't need to do it and get on board with that. Number three is to drink more water. Make a plan. Give yourself the the goal set of what it is, achievable goals, and go for the water intake. Okay, number four. Here's an important one for me. You know, I'm sure it's important for most others, and I'm sure a lot of people don't necessarily follow it the way that we should. I wrote down on here, take a walk or take a break. So you have a job. You're doing your job. You think you're good at it. You're focused at it. You're in the zone. Everything's going well. And then all of a sudden, you get your desk filled with 15,000 different timelines and papers and all kinds of stuff happens. And you're getting phone calls coming in. Your kid just called out sick from school. You got weather reports coming in. You got accidents on the road. You got all this different stuff happening. And then the S starts to hit the fan, right? And you're sitting around looking around going, man, what what am I doing here? Like, like... I had it all under control, and now it's all going to to crap. So what I'm saying to you is step away for just one minute and take a break. Anything that you're going through is not going to kill you at that moment in time. So the best method that I have, another tip that I can give is take a break or step, take a walk. Step away from the situation. Remove yourself from whatever the stress is. Remove yourself from whatever situation you're sitting there in. Remove this, yourself from the stresses and the, and the craziness that's going on. You know what I'm talking about when it just feels like it's overwhelming and it's all caving down on top of you. Step back for just a few minutes. Walk away for a few. And then come back with a clean mind and clean heart. Trust me, this works. If you get out of the muck of whatever it is that you're in, let's say, for instance, you're caretaking for somebody. I know because I just went through it with my dad. You know, I didn't go through the full caretaking portion of it as like my stepmother did. But in any portion that our family was going through, that was going through the moment and in the zone and just kind of like there and, and changing them and doing all kinds of different stuff that we were doing, what was happening was is you get caught up in that in that 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 muck right? That, that crud that just continues to be cyclical and over and over and it's just kind of repetitive and it doesn't go away. And then you feel like, oh, the world is crumbling down around me and, and this is what my life consists of right now and all this stuff. But the second that you go and you take about a five minute walk outside and go breathe some fresh air and experience some sunshine or go make a phone call to someone you love or care about or do whatever it takes for you to step away just for a moment. You come back in nine times out of 10, you're rejuvenated and you are full bore ready to go. You taking breaks and taking a small, short walk 
will be such a huge addition to your journey and what you're trying to accomplish, guys. I promise you, put this on another one of the tips and pointers. If you feel like the stress is getting high, if you feel like everything's starting to crumble around you, or whatever it is, picture my little head on the side of your shoulder saying, take a break, step away. Do it, guys. Make sure you incorporate it into the lifestyle, incorporate it into your journey, incorporate it into your work-related stuff. Do whatever it takes for you to be able to do. Trust me when I say taking a break not only helps with the fact that it gives you clearer mind, but it also helps with stress levels, guys. Three-quarters of the stuff that we go through, whether we're gaining weight or whether we're not healthy or whatever, is caused by stress in our lives. So taking a break and meditating or taking a break and taking a walk or going outside to smell some flowers or take the dog for a walk or whatever it is, whatever whatever the situation is that you want to be able to put yourself into, for you to be able to move forward, do it. Don't hesitate to go and take care of yourself. Self-care is so important in this journey, guys. It's one of the most vital pieces of what we're trying to be able to do. And lastly, here's number five, guys. Number five. This is one that I talk about a lot on this podcast. I talk about going out and doing things for other people. I talk about soul food. I talk about going out and making sure that you're investing in others so that way it eventually invests in you. Number five, do good for others. Guys, I don't care if you go down to Starbucks and take five bucks extra out and go over there and buy the person behind you a venti latte, whatever other names that you want to be able to put on the coffee dish that you want to be able to put on there and buy it for the person behind you. I don't care if you want to be able to pull up into the tolls at whatever toll booth that you're at and you know that your toll is 50 cents and you put a dollar and you say pay for the guy behind me or you put 10 bucks and say pay for however many behind me. I don't care if it's you want to be able to go down to the local food pantry, go down to the dollar store and buy seven, 17 or 20 bags of noodles and bring down $20 worth of bags of noodles to the local food pantry because it's going to make you feel better. I don't care if you want to be able to go to the elderly home or the um, assisted living homes and be able to go help them to decorate trees or go to help them with their gardens to be able to be a little more self-sufficient or cook them dinner or play music for them. I don't care what you do, guys. I don't care. I don't care what you do. I think it's the mo- one of the most important parts of our journey is to make sure that we're in the right frame of mind. We're in the right place. We're l- looking down the right lens and we're making sure that by investing in other people and doing things for other people, we will definitely be able to invest in ourselves. And you know what? Quite frankly, it's just going to make you feel good. It's going to make you feel good, and it's going to put you in a positive place. Because all the things that we're talking about here, all five of these steps, if you think about it, all of them, every single one of them is all about the mental side of this game. You get more sleep so you can be more aware and be able to be mentally able to handle whatever comes your way. You exercise a little bit more so that way your body is able to mentally handle whatever's coming your way, right? You drink more water so that your toxins are being flowed out and you you feel f- flushed and you're ready to go and you feel clean and your energy is good and you're ready to go. That's another mental aspect of what we're talking about. Taking a walk and taking a break and stepping away, that's another way of just making sure that you mental check it, right? You check yourself at the door, make sure that you mentally check it, 
check out all the garbage and walk in there with a clean slate. And then lastly, doing good for others is all about the mental side of the game. It's it's three quarters, if not four fifths of everything that we're doing here. If you're trying to lose weight, you got to get your mind right because you can lose 150, 200 pounds pretty easily if you starve yourself, right? But are you fixing the issues? Are you getting into the mindset? Are you fixing the problems of what's really happening here? Are you doing good for others? Are you setting yourself with behaviors that are healthy for you to be mentally prepared for when life happens and for you to be able to move forward? It's a, it's a laundry list of a lot of things, guys. And if we don't get in front of it and we don't start to fix some of those things, we're going to go right back to where we were before. I only want you to succeed just like I want to succeed for myself, right? So those are the five things. We'll go through them one more time. I know you probably wrote them all down. I hope you did, right? More sleep. You exercise more. You drink more water. You take a break or take a walk and then do good for others. These are the five things that I feel that if you can get your head wrapped around, And you can do all these things, all five of these things incorporate with everything else, whether you're tracking calories, counting points, doing Jenny Craig, going to the gym, keto in, low carbon, whatever you're doing, the eating side of things, that's all one thing, right? That's all one portion. That's only a very small portion of where we're at with it. The mental game is the other side. And that's what these five things are going to help you to be able to move you forward. I know only from experience when I'm right with all five of those, I'm healthiest, I'm clear-minded, I'm ready to go, I'm sharp, and I'm ready to do whatever it takes for me to be successful when I'm, on, when I'm in tune with those five things. Because I know that if I can get in tune with those five things and I can knock those out of the park, I can handle whatever comes my way. All right, guys, thank you so much for joining for another podcast. This is podcast number 181. I'm appreciative of all the things that you guys do for me, all the feedback that you guys give to me. I got a couple notes today, as a matter of fact, from one that listened to the podcast, another one that was a patron of the show. I'm so appreciative of all of you and the support that you give me and the and the ability for me to be able to be on this podcast, to be able to talk to each and every one of you. Share the podcast with folks that you think might need it. Share it with friends, family, whoever else. Love to get more listeners and more subscribers to the show for us to keep building this podcast together. So that way I can really go down the road of doing some things. I know I talked on the last podcast. We're going to be making some changes, some some pretty exciting stuff coming down the road. We are going to be doing some live podcasts, which is going to be new for me. So I'm going to be broadcasting on a couple platforms while the podcast is going on. So I'm going to have like a topic that I'm going to come to the table with the podcast with. We're going to have, I'm going to be able to lay it out there and say, the topic today is, I don't know, uh, gluten, <laughs> whatever, right? And we can have conversation about it. And on the feeds, I'll be getting people com- talking during the whole entire time. So that way I can read their questions, comments, concerns, whatever else on the podcast with you live and everything. And that's going to probably be on the third Tuesday of every month, usually is the the direction I'm thinking I'm going to be going. And you'll have more details about that through all my social media platforms. The other thing I'm going to try to do is I'm going to try to do one interview a month to start with that I can do an interview with somebody that inspires me, whether we're talking yogi instructors or 
uh, boxers or chefs or whatever else that I can get that I know are people that inspire me, that I can move forward with inspiring you. And then we can share tips and share pointers and share stories and all kinds of great stuff. So I'm really excited about what direction we're going to move in here in 2020 with the podcast, with you, you in support of me and me in support of you. And we can go hand in hand and achieve great things this year. Okay. We'll talk later, guys. And I'm uh, hoping to see you soon. Thank you so much for listening to the Coffee Talk with Liquid Shano 1973 podcast. If you'd like to become a patron of the show, please go to www.patreon.com slash liquidcoffeetalk to join. Also, you can find me on all different social media platforms like Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook just by looking for at Liquid Shano 1973. And lastly, if you get a chance, please hop over to iTunes and leave the podcast a rating and some feedback on it. We would truly appreciate it. So we'll see you on the next podcast.